Welcome to the AI Learners Lounge. I'm your host, Cambria, and this is a podcast where AI meets learning and development. From exploring how AI facilitates individual learning to understanding its integration into broader organizational strategies, we tackle it all. Every episode brings fresh perspectives, innovative ideas, and actionable advice for those looking to weave AI into the fabric of the modern learning experiences. Join me as we navigate the intersection of technology and human potential right here on the AI Learner Lounge. Hello, and welcome back to episode 18 of the AI Learner Lounge. Today, our episode centers on the most popular fast food brand in the world, McDonald's. Now, a few fun facts about McDonald's. They have over 40,000 outlets in more than 100 countries, and they serve more than 69 million customers every day. So that's a lot of work when it comes to training employees and all the employees they also have in corporate and franchisees and around the globe. And as a bonus fun fact, I spent the last few months of high school working at our local McDonald's, and it's one of the jobs my daughter is most proud of me for, and she loves to hear about it. So I thought this was a prime topic for a podcast episode. Now, why McDonald's, right? Because this isn't the quick service restaurant innovation lounge. It's the AI learner lounge. But there's a lot of learning and development and business in general that we can learn from McDonald's on how they've innovated with AI. So that's what we're going to be talking about today, what we in learning and development can take away from how McDonald's uses AI and how they train their employees to get ready to use AI tools. So ChatGPT was released last November, and that's really when generative AI took off and became so popular. But McDonald's was already a leader in using AI before this. And one of its use cases was McHired, a talent hiring platform that they partnered with Paradox to develop. So McHired platform is powered by Paradox's Olivia, an AI-enabled recruiting assistant. And before they implemented this, they had a few challenges they were trying to solve. So they have over 1 million hourly employees per year that they hire in the U.S. alone. So that is a ton of new employees that are coming on. And going through that recruitment process, they had multiple platforms that just added to the complexity of it. So it could be a really long time between applying and actually getting hired. So their goal was to streamline the process and decrease the time to hire, which they did by nearly 65% by using Olivia, that AI-powered assistant. And they saved three to five hours per week per recruiter through that process. And they also increased the number of candidates by 20%, which is so important when we're talking about recruiting. Now, For us in learning and development, we're not in HR necessarily, so this doesn't necessarily affect us. But being able to implement a tool like this, it requires training the employees and helping them learn to use these tools. So how McDonald's did this with their McHired, it was a text-to-apply functionality. So they had a QRC that you could scan at the location, and you could text back and forth 24-7 with Olivia, the assistant, and get real-time responses. And then she would also validate information like the location they were trying to apply at or the role they were interested in, and even scheduled the interview. 
So the average time that it took a candidate to complete that initial application through McHired, it's close to what you might spend going through a drive-thru to get a meal. So it's pretty quick. And that assistance doesn't just stop at the interview. So the AI-powered assistant, Olivia, can follow up with Paperboard and help with onboarding too. So it's incredible from an HR perspective. For learning and development, though, when we look at how they implemented this tool, it's something we can learn from. Now, as our companies roll out new AI solutions at the enterprise level, employees in our organization are going to need to learn the new technology and processes that come with that. Once we've established the initial buy-in, they need to be able to use this in their daily work. And with McHire, that's something McDonald's did really well. And it came down to three things. The first was having support from their vendor. The second was taking a personalized approach to learning and development. And the third was having an actual test environment to be able to use the system. So for their actual training, they had in-person small group sessions that were really specific to their role. So it wasn't a one-size-fits-all approach. The franchisees, they needed less details, but they still needed to understand the impact and big picture of how it worked. So they were in a separate group from the recruiters and people managers who needed more details. And it was really tailored to what each of those roles were. Overall, they had 30 face-to-face sections across the UK and Ireland for this initial rollout with over 2,000 users. And they also had an open forum where people could just come and ask questions and share their experiences. So it really became a learning community where they helped each other and they could learn together while still having some structured support that was offered over webinars and with other materials that were provided. So during those sessions, when they went through those in-person Each of the participants had access to that test environment, so they weren't able to just see what was happening or get a demo of what they were going to be doing. They actually got to do hands-on exploration to understand and practice the McHire system and how it would work. Now, for our organizations, especially with remote teams, we can't always do in-person training. It's just not feasible, whether that's travel or being able to have the technology with the laptops to be able to demo some of it and practice. But we can replicate this in a digital environment with breakout rooms and especially having smaller sessions that are personalized and tailored to the roles and how the new technology is going to impact them. We can also create a digital space for information sharing and question and answers and really encourage knowledge sharing as employees are learning new information and come across challenges too, so they can work through that and be comfortable with the platforms. So when we talk about AI literacy, a lot of that right now, it centers on individual AI use. And our training needs for this and actually implementing an enterprise-wide solution, it's really comparing apples to oranges. AI literacy, when we talk about that, we're talking about building general awareness and understanding of AI the tools that are available, how to use them. And the goal is to empower employees to use these in their processes, but with flexibility. So they can adapt and use them how they need to. We might not necessarily know the specifics of how it's going to be used yet. So we're really developing that foundational knowledge for them to use. When we talk about enterprise solutions like McHire, it requires an even more performance-oriented approach. So in these cases, we have a tool that's going to be used. We know what it is. We know how it's going to be used. There's a specific way that you can do that in the system. And we have specific outcomes, or we should have specific outcomes that we're looking for. So that's what we need to train for and provide support. So those two approaches, 
are different. And when we look at McHired, being able to tailor it to the employees and their roles and having the actual test environment available, that's really what works so well. Now, this is what McDonald's has done in the past. And what they're doing now is just as interesting from a learning and development perspective. So last week, if you've heard Google's announcement about Gemini, there's three tiers available. So Ultra, the top level, high performing, is coming next month. So we don't exactly know what that looks like yet. But Pro's available now, and it's really comparable to GPT 3.5. And you can access that in BARD right now. And then there's a smaller version, Nano, that's tailored to mobile devices. So there was a lot of interest around Gemini, and there still is this week even, because the most powerful version, Ultra, it outperforms ChatGPT on over 30 out of 32 academic benchmarks. So that's around 90%. So it'll be interesting to see how this develops. But just as interesting, to me anyways, is McDonald's partnership with Google that they announced. So last week they shared that they have this partnership and they'll be developing a chatbot to help restaurant workers get quick answers. Now, back in episode seven, I had one prediction, or maybe a hope is more like it, that McDonald's might be able to use generative AI to finally fix their ice cream machines. Or we can look at maybe, for example, maintenance text and showing images of different parts so that they can help instantly troubleshoot things. Maybe they're pulling up a manual about a specific part. Maybe the ice cream machines at McDonald's will get fixed faster. Now, it seems from what the Bloomberg article on this has shared is that McDonald's goal for their upcoming chatbot named Ask Pickles is really to do just that, to help fix the ice cream machines, or that's at least one of their goals. So this bot, Ask Pickles, will be created in partnership with Google, and it's going to be trained on everything from manuals to the data generated by the equipment at those fast food restaurants. And it's going to give workers guidance on the spot in the flow of work, and it's going to help increase productivity in an industry where every second really counts. So it's more than just the one-off solutions we hear about in learning and development with GPTs being created to train learners on a specific thing or creating a chatbot. It's really a strategic enterprise strategy, and it has to be done in a way that provides the right resources, the right time, the right money, all these different things. And it's beyond the scope for learning and development alone. It's really a business decision. So if we're not quite there yet as an organization, there are still some things we can take away from this. This one is particularly exciting to me, not just because it might give us more ice cream machines working, but because generative AI, since it's become mainstream, a lot of our learning and development use cases have really been knowledge worker centric. So a bot like Ask Pickles, it moves from AI just helping the knowledge worker who's at a computer to being able to support manual workers too. And it's a use case that can bring the incredible power of AI to different areas of our organization that we might have overlooked before. So for us, if we don't have an enterprise solution, these type of things are still possible. There's a lot of tools out there that have image retrieval where you're not just telling someone what to do, you're showing them how to do it based on the images that are in your manuals. And it's not just being at a computer, we now have mobile capabilities too, For example, with the ChatGPT app where you can have voice conversations, it makes it a lot more accessible to different fields. 
So it's also an excellent reminder for us in learning and development, not just to think about how we can create more training content with AI, but to really look at how we can transform learning and how we can apply it in the flow of work as performance support like we would with a job aid, for example. Thank you for joining me for episode 18 of the AI Learner Lounge. Please join me next Tuesday for another episode.